Hi there and welcome back. This is Elazar Bloom. And I want to again welcome you to Relationships Revisited. This is episode number four. In episode number four, we are going to discuss the impact of fear on your relationship. But just a brief recap of episode number three, where we discussed how human beings are inherently relational beings. We need relationship. As a little one, an infant, without that, we die. We need a relationship to survive. And our relational templates are developed according to how our parents are able to attune or sometimes not that well attuned to our basic physical, emotional, and psychological needs. But today, the hope is that we're going to focus on the flip side of the attachment need, of that need for connection. And that is fear. Because attachment, like we said, is so crucial, we all have a deep fear of losing it. So let's try and understand the origins of relational fear and how it can impact our marriage right here, Relationships Revisited. I need you desperately. And that's why I'm so scared to not have you there, to lose you. And for an infant, this applies at the most basic level of survival, physical survival. But as we develop and we become more self-reliant, more self-sufficient, this need, it grows into more of a psychological, emotional need. Some examples of how that need might manifest are, I need you to help me deal with how sad I feel when our dog died. I need you to see my efforts and how hard I'm trying to climb the giant oak tree in the park. I need you to help me understand why I'm so angry when my brother took my cookie. I need you to understand my embarrassment, my shame when I struck out in the baseball game. I need you to believe in my ability to make friends at my new school and support me when it gets tough. So obviously these needs are not at the same intensity as physical survival, but they're strong. There are psychological and emotional needs that really cry out for a present, attuned attachment figure. And I need to know that you're there for me. I need to know that you are there for me. And R, A-R-E, can be thought of as an acronym. The A is that you're available. The R is that you're responsive. You can respond to me in the way that feels good. And the E is that you're engaged. That I feel, that I sense that you're really engaged with that need, that you care. So when a child has those needs met for a significant amount of time, not all the time, no one can get it right all the time, but when those needs are met in the area of about 30, 35% of the time, the child tends to feel connected, emotionally regulated, confident, and secure. But like we've been saying, when those needs are only partially or minimally met, well, the need is still there. That doesn't go away. But the hope for connection now becomes dominated by fear. That's right. The fear that the person that I need won't show up in the way that feels good, that feels reassuring. And this fear 
can really be overwhelming. In the next episode, I'm going to discuss the two dominant strategies that are then employed as a way to deal with this fear, as a way to manage this fear. And these are automatic nervous system-based strategies that we're going to get into that are really important. But for now, let's just consider just a really straightforward way that fear can impact our marriage, our relationship on an ongoing basis. So these attachment fears, as they're known, they're, they're generally divided into two categories. One category is I fear abandonment. I fear that I'm not important enough for you to show up for me and you won't be there for me. This can sound like we don't spend any quality time together. That's one way it'll sound in the relationship. Or this fear might sound like you're always on your phone. You always take your mother's side, even when she's totally wrong. You didn't call the whole day. You were traveling your way. You didn't call the entire day. Why can't I see any emotion in your face? Are you even there? All of these complaints or pushes or protests are, are, are all examples of a person who fears not being enough and, and losing the person they need most. The second type of attachment fear is a fear of failure. It's a fear of not being enough. It's a fear that maybe I won't be able to give you what you need. Maybe I'll disappoint you. And then you won't desire me. You won't want me. And this fear of failure might show up in the relationship looking like distance, indifference, problem solving, fixing, spending a lot of time at work or engaged in other activities. And it might sound like whatever I do, it's just not enough. It's not enough for you. I try and help. I try, I try and help you, but it, it, it only makes things worse. What do you want from me? I do so much for our family. I do so much for us. It doesn't seem to matter to you. So if you see yourself in either of these attachment fears, you are certainly not alone. They're there, like we said earlier, because there is a certain amount of attachment insecurity that began in those earliest interactions. In those earliest interactions, whether you're aware of it or not, probably you weren't aware, you might have started to say to yourself something like, I'm not sure if I deserve the connected response that I crave. I'm not sure that you're, that you're really there for me. So the takeaway for today is that part of needing one another in a marriage, part of needing you is that I now am scared to death that you won't be there. There is a fear, there's an implicit fear that comes alongside the need. So that fear of not being responded to, of rejection, that fear is the entrance fee of love and connection. There's really no other way around it. It's just the risk of it. And that fear generally shows up in two ways, a fear of abandonment, a fear of failure. And in the next episode, to really get granular with this, I'm going to try and explain, we'll discuss how the human being adapts to this fear. 
Because remember, the, 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 the longing doesn't go away. The need doesn't go away. And now there's a sphere that has crept in significantly. And now the human being needs to adapt to that. And I think that's really going to shed light on a lot. So I hope you'll join me in the next episode of Relationships Revisited. Wishing you a blessed day.